Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Yep, that's the sound of rock cracking, and we heard some rock crack that's never happened in the United States of America last week. Donald J. Trump, former president, was indicted. That has never happened in the history of the United States. Listen, I'm Doc Holliday, and you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. Well, we're in new ground. We're in uncharted territory and what what can we do? What can you do? Well, our guest this week is Michael Letts, and he's been in law enforcement for decades, and we're going to talk to him, and, and he's going to tell some things that he believes that we can do or what you can do in your local community and what we can do nationwide. So we're going to let Michael Letts speak to us, tell us what he thinks uh, should be some response to uh, what uh, what just happened and, and the Democrats are doing this for political purposes and it's a shame and do the Republicans do they just put their head in the sand or is there something they can do so Michael Letts says there's some things that we can do and we will uh, listen to him and see uh, see if he shines some light on some things we can do so we're going to get him on the phone in just a minute but I got there's two things uh, last week also uh, President Joe Biden said, Title IX, if if uh, a state outlaws transgender athletes, uh, meaning boy, people born as boys playing in girls' sports that are bigger, stronger, can push them around, knock them down. And not only that, is there's scholarships involved, thousands of dollars, going to school, educating, and now the Republican Party is the party that stands up for women it stands up for girls and the democrats have just given it uh all the republican party if you want to protect women you you got to get out of democratic party joe biden has just said that uh no matter how hard your little girl works it starts when she's in kindergarten going through uh, grade school middle school she loves basketball she loves softball she loves all these different sports and she wants to get her a scholarship and 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 go to college and they're denied because there's a biological some person born a boy says he's a girl and now they get the scholarships they get the inside advantage if it's power weightlifting they get the inside advantage advantage shot put you know uh you know how, how is a girl going to compete with the biological uh, boy with shot putting, high school, college, Olympics. Uh, I think we've gone crazy. And we've got President Biden now uh, said it can't, no matter what your pa uh, state passes a law to protect girls. And he says, no, you know, 
President Biden is the bully. And he's being a bully on this. And so there needs to be some uh, feedback. Speak up. you got 30 days before this, uh, for his, uh, his, you know, his dick, you talk about a dictor, dictator, and they, they try to call, uh, they try to call Trump the uh, dictator and all that. Well, look who's the dictator. It's Joe Biden. He's the big bully that's bullying the little girls. Maybe he wants to sniff their hair because he don't want them on the sports field. I don't know, but I do know this: is uh, people got to speak up, and that's not the only thing. For our nation, now there's got Taiwan and China getting tensions up. Are we ready for war? What about our strategic petroleum reserve that Joe Biden emptied out last fall to get political votes, and he said he's going to fill it back up? Where is it? They haven't put anything back in. And now they're talking a hot, we, we could have a hot war in Taiwan and China. Hope not. But is America prepared? Are we the best prepared we can be? Well, not when you look at our strategic petroleum reserve. Biden emptied it out more than it's ever been emptied since the 1980s. A million barrels a day for like 180 days or something like that. And now, and now, he said, oh, we're going to fill it back up, be ready for potential war. And it's not being filled up. A lot, a lot is going on, and the media is getting by, covering up for Joe Biden, covering up for what he is doing to this country and to Americans, and we need to stand up and say this is wrong, and who's going to stand up? Well, you are, so thank you. Now, let's let's uh, talk to uh, Michael Letts right now. Oh, Michael Letts, this is uh, Doc Holliday from Rock Splitting oh, Politics. Doc. Yes, sir. I love your show. How you doing today? I'm doing great, Michael. And I know uh, we want to talk some about, I guess, Donald J. Trump and uh, <laughs> yeah. some indictments going on to, even as we're speaking today. Uh, I know we're recording this for our listeners, but uh, I would, first of all, just give our listeners uh, uh, what you've been in law enforcement field for decades now. So I know you got That's a lot correct. of experience. So. Tell our listeners what experience you have so they'll better understand the expertise you have in this subject. Well, I will tell you, we've been in law enforcement for over 32 years, you know, uh, chaplains as well, uh, firefighter, uh, chaplain, law enforcement, SWAT, the whole nine yards. And I will tell you this, we started a charity roughly 25 years ago to provide uh active shooter bulletproof vests at the time for officers in need. We had almost 52% of officers across the country who had no protection. They were getting shot and killed in the line of duty quite often. So Absolutely. we created a fundraiser and started raising money and got that down from 52% to 19% of officers across the country who did not have vests. Then about a decade ago, the uh, criminal government got kind of smart. They think they are anyway. Started yeah. uh, using long rifles to assault our officers and to target them. Well, a concealable vest, the one you see under the shirt, will only stop a sidearm. It will not stop a rifle range. So we had to step back, create new technology called active shooter vests with titanium plates, and we are currently providing those. Unfortunately, because it's newer technology, 90% of officers across the country do not have vests, these active shooter vests. So we're trying to make sure that they do so they have a 
fighting chance of coming home to their families. The other thing that has transpired over the years is we've become an active voice for our first responders, for their protection and for their safety, and to make sure that they can do the job to keep you and I safe in the community. That's how we get involved with so many things today, because there is so much going on, defund the police, targeting officers, putting them in situations that are just uncalled for, that hurt them, and then that hurts us, because if we don't have officers on the street to protect us, who's going to do the job? Well, we go into chaos, and I know we could do a whole show on that, but we are really getting in some chaos and, and, and uncharted territory when we have a former president of the United States and an active candidate for the presidency in 2024 being indicted. So uh, what, what are your thoughts on Well, it's nothing about politics. It is a political move. There is, this is so wrong. It is a two-tier justice system. It proves that the Justice Department under this administration, the Biden administration, has truly become politicized and weaponized. You say, well, I thought it was a local thing. It's supposed to be a local thing, but federal dollars have been used. They've done in conjunction with the Department of of Justice. It's interesting what they're trying to indict uh, President Trump on is a federal election law, which the Federal Election Commission has already turned down. They're not willing. There's no case there. So they have overstepped their bounds. They have no jurisdiction in the matter. When they try to make it a state matter by saying it was improper bookkeeping, the statute of limitations has already run out. Here is what has made this such a tragedy for the country, uh, Doc, is that we have now gotten to the point to where the law doesn't matter. Statute of limitations, they don't care. That doesn't matter, apply anymore. Are you guilty or innocent? doesn't make any difference. If they think that you're a political opponent of theirs, they will go after you indict you and try to drain you uh, financially to defend yourself, try to put you away, try to intimidate you and make you think you don't want to be a part. But, you know, that's what this country fought against 250 years ago. And by George, we're willing to fight again if we have to, Doc. And that's exactly where we're at today. What you see transpiring today with this indictment is a total disregard for the safety of law enforcement officers. I've been informed here just the last few minutes. We do now have physical confrontations going on. These officers are being placed in the middle of that. They know it was done nothing for political purposes. They're outraged. You know, it's interesting. It's costing New York $10 million to stage this political theater, yet they are defunding their police officers. We have the lowest number of officers we've ever had in history in New York, highest violent crime that we've ever had, the most officers that have committed suicide in history in New York right now, and the lowest morale, and here they want to play politics with the lives of officers to try to drive home a political point about somebody they don't like, totally unconstitutional. They should be the ones on the end of the indictment list, not President Trump. Well, the, yeah, you said a mouthful there, and I, I'd like to break that down And as far as uh, what people across the country, and we got people from all states listening to this my podcast show here, and and it, it, it does upset me to think about they have, uh, and I've heard somebody say it's like crossing the Rubicon. We've never been in this situation. And the thing is, if if the Republicans don't find something that they can prosecute on political grounds, then they just steadily get further and further behind. If they try to play yeah, nice exactly. and be fair. And so uh, th- this is what. I don't think someone on the left understand. They push it so far, it has to be pushed back. Um, well, I guess you, I, you said yeah, it no very way. clearly, Doc. You know, you said it very clearly. We are now, we have crossed the threshold. 
we are at a state of war now in this country. And uh, we no longer play in this or nice guy. We can't do that anymore. If we're going to save the country, we have to defend these precious liberties and freedoms. And we have to call on every American to make sure that they stand firm in determining that we will no longer allow our liberties and freedoms to be abused and taken away from us. Well, Michael, uh, how do you tell, I, I mean, your li- my listeners out there, and we've said for years we have got to uh, get out. We've got to get registered. We've got to vote. We've got to vote mass we got to get and and i really thought last november that we were going to see a big red wave and we're going to have a huge voter turnout and and it did at least it did not materialize and when they counted the votes i'll put it that way but yeah i I agree with you i think you had what you i think you had what you said but i think that they stole all that they have become adept at uh stealing elections and you know uh stuffing ballot boxes So we have got to take strong measures. And what are the measures that the American people want to see? What can you do today? Here's what you can do. First and foremost, we have investigations underway on the Hill uh, by the Republican-led House of Representatives that you'll notice these federal agencies are basically thumbing their nose at. They will not give answers. They will not provide documentation. Well, guess where the budget starts, Doc? It starts in the House of Representatives. They need to immediately suggest to all these agencies – you don't cooperate, no money, period. I don't care if you can pay your light bill or not. Your money stops today if you're not going to cooperate with any of the – because they have a constitutional mandate to oversight. And if they refuse to cooperate, we need to, A, stop their money. Second thing is the War Powers Act and the Constitution provide for the establishment of a military tribunal. Why would I even suggest such a thing? Well, it has been proven now that the department's the federal agencies are weaponized. They know how to get around things. If you've watched any of the coverage on this, you'll notice whenever they're asked a question, what is their immediate response? Well, it's on investigation. We can't comment. They won't tell you how long it's under investigation, maybe years, maybe, you know, decades. So since they won't cooperate with investigating and uprooting this basically corruption that has affected our judicial system, it is now time to bring together a military tribunal. It is provided for. Military tribunals are allowed for against citizens who participate in what we call national security threats. We know for a fact that this administration, his son, Hunter Biden, has had access to national security data that affects national security period. And it's time for a military tribunal to be called in. The great thing about a military tribunal is they complete their objective within 60 days. There's no messing around with them. They get the facts. They look at it. They determine if there's been a violation of the judicial code. If there has been, they refer it for prosecution, and they say, here's what the uh, statute says the prosecution should, should be. End of discussion. We are at that point now. So what can your listeners do? It is time to call every member of Congress and say it is time to exercise. You have twofold, a military tribunal and shut down the budget until they uh, cooperate and give us the information so we can see just how corrupt they have been. Okay, Michael, uh, two two questions I know my listeners want to ask. Number one, on the, uh, of course, we know the Constitution says that the budget always starts in the House, the people's Correct. House, and the Republicans yes, are in control. But if the Republicans don't, if they say, okay, we're not going to provide funds, and then, and then it's just in a stalemate because no funds can come forward, then – who will have the backbone to, to stay with that until we see changes? Uh, you know, they, they'll clobber the house and they say you're shutting down the whole government, you're shutting down everything, and they'll start, they'll stop 
first thing they'll do is stop sending checks to Social Security uh, recipients. And then they'll say, see, these are what the Republicans are taking your Social Security checks away. So what would you do? I mean, how, how do you? Great, great question. Great question. Here's how we handle that, because we control the budget. We, we only affect those agencies that do not respond to congressional subpoenas. If you're the Department of Justice and you refuse to provide the data, this body has every legal right to ask for. What you do then is you refuse to fund them, period. Second matter is the Department of, you know, the Bureau, Federal Bureau, any agency that refuses compliance, those are the agencies you don't fund. You fund everybody else, just not the agencies that refuse to comply to lawful order. Okay, well, that, that's a good answer. Uh, I hope that uh, Jim Jordan is listening to my show. <laughs> and, uh, he is. And Kevin McCarthy. And, uh, and I hope they will have the backbone to do that because uh, we're slow. I mean, when you see what they've done to Trump, like you said, if they do that to Trump, what will they do to you? What will they do to no me? Question. It will be a time when we don't have freedom of speech, and I do this podcast. You come on, and we both get hauled off to jail. Or get, and get that's coming quickly. Coming quickly. Yep. That's why we have to do. That's why we have to take such aggressive action now because it's coming quickly. They have they have dug their heels in, in, into the sand and drawn the line, and we must respond or we're going to get blown open. Well, uh, on your second point, the War Powers Act that uh, provides for military tribunals. Now, how would that work now? Because Joe Biden is the commander in chief. They are well, in charge. The left is in charge. So how 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 would you do a military tribunal a tribunal with uh, Joe Biden as a commander in chief? There's two provisions. There's a direct provision in the Constitution which provides for a military tribunal, and you are correct. That is called for by the commander in chief. Joe's never going to call for one against himself. But the War Powers Act allows for the House of Representatives to call for a military tribunal. That's where we have to go. Well, you know, I did not, uh, I did not even know that. But it, does the Senate have any say in that, or is just the House of Representatives can call it? Just the House of Representatives convenes it. Now, you know, the Senate obviously has participation, but the House of Representatives convenes it. So, what we're saying is, we have a Republican House. Uh, you know, it's very, um, it's very small majority, but it's time to put up or shut up, and it's time to show that we have the backbone to do what's right, and that means two things. Cut off the budgets for those who refuse to comply with the investigations that we were seeking on the House side, and the second thing is time to call for a military tribunal. Well, that's uh, some people would say you are extreme, and our country will fall apart if that happens. So uh, what's your answer to uh, those critics that will come forth for your proposal, Michael. And as we wait for Michael to give his answer, Michael, hang on to that thought. <laughs> I know you got a good answer. So let me stop and remind our listeners, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We're talking to Michael Letts, law enforcement veteran, and has done so much for the law enforcement. And he's given us some ideas, some things that can be done from the Constitution, from the War Powers Act. And now... Uh, before we return to get his answer about how do you uh, take care of people who call you all kind of names and try to stop you, well, before we get Michael's answer, let me remind you that you can also get Doc Holliday's new novel, Nothing to Do with Politics, if you can believe that, but a new novel, so you can get it for anybody, liberal, conservative, Democrat, Republican, independent, 
it, it, it's it's for all Americans, and the book is called Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret, H A T C H I E, Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret. And if you want to order it, you can go to www.hatchiebooks.com. That's uh, plural, it's books, hatchiebooks.com, and you can order it right off the website. We have it being shipped to all states in the United States. And if you're out of the country, if you're out of the United States, number one, thank you for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I know some of y'all have mentioned what can you do if you want the book. Well, it will be on ebook in the future. We hope not too far away. I'll let you know. So anybody that wants an ebook, we will we have that coming. We just don't have it yet. So uh, you get your paperback copy from uh, uh, hatchybooks.com, and we would love to get that shipped out to you. It's a novel about a young college student who's out helping his granddaddy out on some his, uh, tree farm in the Hatchy Hills. He stumbles on something that loops him back to the Chickasaw Indian times when the Chickasaw and the Chickasaw are a very vibrant nation now in from uh, headquarters in Ada, Oklahoma, but they're where they were before they got pushed in Oklahoma was North Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee. So they stumble on uh, uh, some Chickasaw secrets that tie all the way back to King Solomon's temple okay that's that's enough that should get you to say hey what is going on it's a historical it is a novel it's not all true of course but it's based on some historical facts and it's an action adventure read so uh, you can order it right now www.hetchybooks.com now let's get back to michael's answer okay michael was going to give us an answer to the people who uh, call your names and shut you down and say, oh, you can't do this. So what does Michael say? Well, let me tell you how I will, <laughs> my answer to be is that's the last thing, and I believe the speaker would tell you, that's the last thing we want this country to do. But when we have gotten to the point to where agencies are so corrupt and so adept at being able to maintain their corruption that there's no other way, it's that or we lose our freedoms and liberties. And I'm not willing to do that, quite frankly. Well, I'm not even. It's very scary uh, just to talk about freedom of speech. I can remember back not long ago, just 10, what was it, 12 years ago, but the Tea Party movement. There were scores of people. They'd meet and they would uh, protest uh, the, the left wing uh, government taking over. And now, I don't even know if you could, you know, uh, I don't even know what, what the left has done. They've got Antifa that can jump in and join in and look like they're part of the team and cause violence and and then you know have things shut down or just a, a conservative speaker on a uh, college campus now will spark all kind of protest and threats of violence so they say oh we can't have that speaker because uh, you know we don't have the manpower we don't have the we don't have the woman power or whatever you want to call it <laughs> or it's law enforcement uh, because of this of all the threats that come from a conservative speaker so uh, yeah, you're right. where, where, where do you see us being able just to have free speech on our college campuses? 
Well, this is where the American people have to do what we have been proposing from Invest's standpoint. What does is, what is Invest suggest? First of all, let me let you know, the vast majority of law enforcement, when I'm talking about state and local law enforcement, I'm not talking about federal, state and local law enforcement still firmly believe in the Constitution and support the rights of the American people. But they don't know where we stand as the American people. They know the government does not have their back. They don't give them the equipment they need. They don't give them the funding that they need. So we need to clearly make sure that our officers on the street know that we have their backs the same as they have ours. Once we have that unified message, and we're getting there very quickly by making sure they have the equipment that they need. Then the second thing that we need to do is the invest is proposing is to make sure every American exercises their Second Amendment constitutional right and are armed and know how to use it because we're getting quickly to the point to where the thin blue line will no longer be able to protect you and your family the way you deserve to be protected. You're going to have to make sure you take care of that. And then the third thing we're going to have to do from that point on is once we're in that, that, that location, we're going to have to make sure that we together say, look, we want to assist. We want to volunteer. We want to help our thin blue line. You know, every agency has a reserve program, uh, you know, uh, Officers reserve, capital reserve, that kind of thing. In fact, we even have state guards across the country. It's time the American people realize that you can't just live in America and not pay a price. Freedom is not free, and we have to all be engaged. And I'm asking every American to do their part, to volunteer, to take a turn, to say, look, I'll I'll, I'll saddle up with a uh, an officer, and we'll help provide protection for my neighborhood once a week or once a month, you know, a few hours at night. It's time the American people get engaged once the criminal element and the foreign governments even see that we are that committed to freedom, you'll see a huge different perspective in this country, and I think that's where we're headed. Shine a little more light on what you just said. If some, you know, I know you're one organization, but if somebody wanted to partner with their local law enforcement, how do they go about and say, hey, we, we want to uh, be up at night. We want to get up and and say oh, we'll we'll put cameras out here or we'll let I me mean, t- tell tell our listeners what they could do for the local law enforcement as far as going and sitting down with them and and what are some options that uh, private citizens can do to help out the local law enforcement they need to call their police chief in their city or their sheriff in their county and first of all say do you have a reserve program because I want to be involved in helping. And what that reserve program would do, it doesn't take long to go through, but it trains them in terms of giving them basic understanding of the law, gives them the ability on how to use a firearm, gives them a commission. They will actually be a reserve officer, and they'll have the right to participate and to go along and to support our law enforcement all across their area and then across the country. Or they can go to the state level and ask the state, do you have a militia program? Because the militias are oftentimes used to supplement law enforcement across the country. So that's the first thing. Now, what if they say, well, no, we don't have that program? And say, well, look, I'm going to find out how we get one. And go to their county councils, go to their city councils, go to their state legislators and say, it's time for you all to allow the American citizen to be a part of freedom. And that means part of defending it as well. Here are some programs, and you can Google all these programs. Here are some programs. What can we do to start it in my community or my state? When the people start doing that and that happens and sets off like a wildfire across the country, we're going to have a different country that we live in, one that's a much better place than we are today. Well, Michael Letts, thank you for coming to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thank you for giving us ideas. Thank you for giving us uh, things that uh, we can do in our local communities to make our local communities better. And when our local community is better, 
the United States of America is better. So uh, uh, tell your friends what Michael Lett said. He, he told me some things I didn't know about. So great show. Thank you for listening. Come back next week. We'll have more about what's going on in politics and what kind of rock's been uh, split after Donald Trump was indicted. Uh, more rock splitting politics are on the way. So see you then. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.